My name is Maurice Washington. I want to welcome everybody to another episode of Executive Talk. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Right now, we're in the middle of a series called The Transaction. Now, as you guys know, as business owners, it doesn't really feel like you're in business until you actually have a transaction. Until, until you go and meet somebody, they're willing to take on, take on your services, and you actually transact money. So what we, what we talked about in the last show was talked about reaping and sowing within the transaction. Because it's not really necessarily about the transaction that's important, it's actually what's behind the transaction that makes all the difference. Because we have to understand that the Lord is not, he's worried about both. But primarily he's worried about the genesis and what the end result of that genesis is. So in today's conversation, we're going to talk about purifying the, the transaction. Why would you need to purify the transaction? Well, make sure that you read or make sure that you look at last week's show, but we're going to go over some of those concepts here today. Galatians 6, 7 through 9 is the scripture that we're utilizing to talk about the transaction. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows that he will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if you don't give up. See, right now in the secular world, what we actually do is we reap from the flesh. And as you know, reaping from the flesh is, leads to corruption, or depending on what version of the Bible that you're reading, is, is uh, destruction. The enemy is very interested in us interested in us reaping from the flesh. It makes them extremely happy. But when we talk about purifying your transaction, we're talking about this part of the scripture, but the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. We're interested in that type of reaping and sowing, that type of transaction. That's what's important to you. Now, before we get into this and how, how do we actually reap from the spirit, we have to remember what we talked about last week, the sowing and reaping cycle. See, right now, you're in the cycle where you work, when you, when you work, you're sowing. When you get paid, that's when you actually reap. That's when the fun part of your business, as soon as you reap, you get the money, you get to do what you want, and then you buy, you manifest. This becomes a cycle in your, in your life. This becomes a fleshly cycle. You work, pay, buy, there's no rest in that. You're constantly doing this cycle over and over again. This is something that the Lord actually wants to purify. He wants to heal from your system. He doesn't want you to have to do this particular system over and over again. And in the further slides, I'll explain that to you. The emptiness in business, business owners gives, when you think about it, you have zero to 30 days sometimes when you may not be paid. It may be a long time. And so when you think about zero to 30 when you think about zero to 60, zero to 90, if you ever had that particular momentum in your business, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to actually have that emptiness feelings, but this is actually what causes people to start sowing from the flesh because you need immediate money to actually make sure that you never feel this emptiness again because it's very hard to explain to people. Again, like we talked about last week, it's hard to explain to your bill collectors that, hey, in 90 days, I'm going to get paid from that deal. I know it. And we'll go ahead and send you that money, and it'll be right there. They'll say, yeah, that's okay, but we'll go ahead and put a late pay and, you know, mess up your credit a little bit. That goes through your head. That messes with you. 
your significant other? How are you going to have that conversation with them? They understand, but at the same time, they're a little irritated with you. It messes up the relationship a little bit. Okay? Your kids, if they need something, when you keep on saying, hold on, wait for another check, all they're doing is rolling their eyes at you trying to figure out when is this check coming. So this emptiness that a business owner feels really messes with them. And so this is how people get stirred into reaping from the flesh. As we discussed last week, some of the business choices that people make so they don't feel this pressure from not having any money and having constant transactions. See, again, having transactions be constant is very important. It feels good to you. It's almost like going to Blackhawk, if you will, <laughs> and going ahead and pulling the lever. And guess what? You have coins coming out. You feel good. You feel good for that instant. It's the same thing in some of these industry choices that we choose. So this is actually where a lot of our choices come from. It's not because we necessarily, again, want to be in it, but as long as I don't have to have the conversation, I'll go ahead and choose a retail business. But again, the retail business can become your worst enemy also, because if you're not running any transactions, guess what all you have? All you have is still that emptiness feeling. If you have a service business, as you know, it can be cyclical. You can have a great four or five months and then all of a sudden have a two or three month lull. And then you're holding on to money and then you're trying to make up from what, from what, you, what you missed in those three or four months. So it becomes very challenging. Multi-level marketing, again, there's a lot of promises within multi-level marketing. It offers you residual income. It offers you sometimes weekly pay, daily pay, depending on what the system is. This is a system to actually, these, these transactions are to help you so you don't have to feel that emptiness feelings. And that's where a lot of our choices from our businesses come from. Not because we're called, but again, as long as you don't have to feel empty, that's the most important value to a lot of us. It sounds weird, but truth be told, this is the point where we need to be healed from. Because sowing and reaping, running transactions is nothing new to you. In your relationship, personal, it's a sowing and reaping. It's a transaction. There's things happening. You're doing something, and guess what? You're reaping something. This is something that you've been doing over and over again in multiple areas in your life. So you've been sowing from the flesh for, depending on how old you are, let's say you're 35 years old. You've been doing this for 35 years. So that's all you know. So when we talk about reaping from the Spirit, you're like, what? It sounds good. The Lord says so. However, what, is, what exactly does that mean to me? I don't know how to do that. I don't, know where, I don't know what that relationship looks like. I'm actually, I don't even trust that relationship right now. That's the key component right there that we have to confront. Do you trust that relationship with the Spirit right now? Redefine your relationship with sowing and reaping. Sowing and reaping is obviously in that scripture good, but it has to come from a specific place in order for it to always count for you and count as a blessing. Here's a good awareness. How many people are impatient? Patience is one of those things when you sow and reaping and that you're impatient and that you need, uh, what is that? What is that term for us all? We need instant gratification. You guys know what I'm talking about. Instant gratification is a great sign that you're, you're sowing from the flesh. That means you'll do whatever it takes 
to make sure that you have instant gratification, that you feel good, you feel gratified from that transaction. That's what instant gratification really means. You feel you're, it's, it's pleasing your flesh. And guess what? It's always short term. You feel good for a little bit, maybe for a couple of days. And guess what? You have that empty feeling again. You have to do it all over again. But this is a good sign of that there's healing that needs to take place. But it's this, this impatience is one of the first things that you should pay attention to. How do you become healed? How do you start walking back and start trying to reap and sow from the spirit? You may have to start your business over. Take that in for a minute. I know. Okay. <laughs> the reason why I'm saying start your business over is because there's a moment when you've gone too far. This is something that I actually needed to do with my business. I needed to actually redirect everything. The scripture that comes to mind is drop everything, come follow me. And that's Jesus. This is, I had to drop everything. I had, a, I had a specific way of doing business, but it was not working. I was reaping for the flesh. And what happened is I got tired of reaping from the flesh. So I said, you know what? Forget it all. What do I need to do? I don't know what I'm doing. So once I came to that term, this is when the, the, the healing started to begin. But I had to start over. Now, the great thing is I was right in line with where I needed to go. So it wasn't that foreign, but at the same time, I still needed to start everything that I designed. I needed to start it over and allow the Lord to actually design, design my business. Learn how to discern his voice versus your own. This is when you have this, the first relationship with the spirit. If you're going to reap from the spirit, you have to be able to hear from the spirit. If you're going to reap from the spirit, you have to be able to hear from the spirit. You can trick yourself and say, you know what? Yeah, I heard God tell me. But if, you're, if your relationship has never been there, how do you know God is telling you that? How do you know that it's not you? You got to be able to discern that. You have to be able to break down your own ways, your own understanding, and allow the scriptures to be number one in everything that you do. Learn how to trust the scriptures. When you look at the Bible, let's, let's be honest. If you're operating through the Bible, something that actually messes with you, is you, if you, if you don't really walk the Bible, guess what? It becomes in theory for you. So it's hard to actually hear from the Spirit and actually walk in the Spirit if the Bible is only in theory for you. You have to actually make this a living and breathing tool for your, for your life and allow the Lord to, to guide you through the Scriptures so you can hear His voice. But once you can start trusting that voice, Matthew 6, comes into play. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Now, hold on before, before we go on to the next slide. We're talking about sowing and reaping. Is there sowing and reaping in the scripture? Let's look at it again. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Guess what? Seek ye first. That's where you start sowing first. Seek his word first. In his righteousness, see what's aligned with your life. If your life is in, align, in alignment with where the Bible is in, in align, guess what? You're seeking ye first. So you're sowing that first. And all these things will be added unto you. 
So the Lord has already told you that you will reap from the spirit based off of this scripture. Sowing and reaping is already embedded in the scriptures. Sowing from the spirit. Let me give you an example of how that looks. First of all, because you, have, you haven't had that relationship with the spirit, he's going to test and make sure. Because guess what? He's already been faithful. He's already still been there. He's always steadfast. He's always there. But if we haven't been faithful, well, then the first test is, are you going to be faithful? Because over here, the Lord has already designed something for you so you can sow and reap constantly from the spirit. He's already, when the Lord's over here working with you, he's actually prepared something over here for you because he already has plans for your life. So the testing begins here. And again, this has everything to do with your business, so don't lose track. We are talking about transactions. But guess what? He needs to make sure that he can add these things unto you. So part of the test, once you pass the test, he's going to actually send you some tests. It becomes healing once you pass it. You actually feel better about yourself. You actually are starting to discern, discern his voice. You actually know that the Lord has been there the whole time and that he's been waiting for you. And just for the simple fact that that relationship is starting to be realigned, you're starting to heal. You'll be tested again. And you'll be tested again. Depending on you, I don't know how the Lord will do his test with you, but understand there will be tests in this, in this walk. Healing. So as soon as you pass the test, because the Lord's going to test you with the things that you were seeking first. If you were impatient and all you were doing is reaping and sowing, reaping and sowing, guess what he's testing right here? He's making sure that you become patient. That is actually a healing process. The fact that you're actually now becoming patient and waiting on him and trusting him and believing in him with all your might and all your heart, you're being healed. And guess what? He'll bless you with a financial blessing based on where you have him going, based on you walking in the direction that you knew specifically for 35, 45 years of your life, you should have gone. And from you making that decision, he will ensure that you get a financial blessing. You'll get a call from somewhere saying, yes, I needed somebody with your skill set, with your services. Please help me. That's the Lord. That's you seeking the kingdom first. And these things are starting to be added onto you. He'll go through another test. Another blessing will come your way. And through this process, will he get you to the point where you are completely dependent on him? You are, you become, you're starting to reap from the spirit. You see the difference in this? There's something that's happening is guess what? As soon as the very first part, as soon as the very first test that we're looking at, you're actually not depending on yourself anymore. You're actually depending on the Lord for everything that you have. 2 Corinthians 4, 15 through 17 says, All this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is extending to more and more people can overflow, overflow in thanksgiving to the glory of God. Therefore, do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, yet our inner self is being renewed day by day. For our light and temporary affliction is producing for us an eternal glory that far outweighs our troubles. That's what's happening within that test. 
You cannot be afraid of walking with the Spirit. If, when you're first time walking with the Spirit, you cannot be afraid of this. Understand, inside you're being renewed. You're being healed. That's what that means. The fact that you're starting to trust him again is a renewing, is a healing in and of itself. Do not take light of that. that things are already happening for you. Not, not the way that you used to see him. Again, your own understanding says, I need to sow and reap immediately. But the Lord is actually seeing the fact that your heart is being renewed and coming back to him as an immediate, um, as actually a sowing and reaping. It's actually immediate gratification. That's how the Lord's point of view operates. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 reads, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. See, something about when you're operating from the flesh, you have those, you have those serial entrepreneurs where they have four or five different businesses. Have you guys ever met, those, met one of those people? Well, what are you doing with four or five businesses? There's, almost, there's only so much time during the day. You're actually trying to set up, well, if I don't sow here, well, at least I can sow here. So you're always trying to figure out a way to sow so you can always reap. And so you never have to question. So part of that, part of that comes from a, a creating your own sowing and reaping system. So you never, again, have to feel that emptiness. So are your paths straight? No, not at all. So part of life and part of the Lord's healing and testing is actually to bring your system and all your sowing and reaping from this wide range. And he actually brings everything into this system because he's going to break down everything that's not of him. Everything that he does not want you to have, it will be gone. Let me be very clear about that. It will not be, it will be gone. And guess what? The only thing left standing will be where he wants you. You're in a great place now. Now, it will be weird because you're, guess what? You're not stretched in 20 different directions. You're not having to play the superhuman person anymore. You actually get to be normal and come into a regular schedule and actually slow your heart down and start to be healed and know that all my skill set, everything that I was made to be is in this one place. And guess what? You start to develop confidence in that place. It's weird at first, again, because you had your own lifestyle that you created. But after a while, after about a month or two, you're going to say, you know what? This is much better. It feels better not to go into all these other places and just stay focused on what I need to do, on what I need to do. But the problem is, remember this, when you're trying to start sowing and reaping in this area, you cannot. Pay attention to what I'm saying. You cannot lean on your own understanding. Because this will actually send you backwards and have you starting to reap and sow or sow and reap the way that you're used to. And you'll go right back into the old habits. You cannot lean on to your own understanding when the Lord starts taking over the will. Sowing through the Spirit. Let's, let's be very clear about how the Lord actually wants to operate for you. God wants to bless you. Once you start being obedient and once you start operating in his, in his arena, he's going to send you a client. He's going to send you a client that had no clue, just knew that they had a feeling that they needed your services. 
and that they had a specific issue. And all of a sudden, while you're sowing and meeting people and doing the work that the Lord is telling you to, and the Lord may say, hey, go over there to, um, go over there to that, that restaurant, go over there to that place, whatever your business is. Okay, so you, you're obedient, you go and do that, and you meet this client, and you actually meet them and say, this is what I do, I was wondering if you could use our services, I would love to talk to you. You know what, it was interesting, just the other day, I was, I was asking the Lord about, you know, about needing services of this nature. Yeah, please come and talk to me. Who, who created that? It was already created, the Lord already, already ordained that situation, that meeting to happen. Is that painful toil anymore? Not at all. The Lord is already setting up your, your paths because you're walking straight now. The Lord can actually send you specifically to people that will appreciate you. People that will value what you do. People that have prayed for what you do. And guess what? You won't have to worry about bad client interactions because the Lord has, has made this happen. So, because of you, because the, you, you allowed the Lord to work through you, you became a blessing to the client. And guess who the client's blessing? Blessing the Lord. And who ultimately gets all the praise? The Lord. See, everything is all pointed back to the Lord. Through you, through the client, through God, everything, the central part of it, it becomes a blessing that you two met. And guess what? You can always feel valued in this conversation because you now you're actually working for the Lord. You have a different accountability. Again, no longer are you the CEO of the company. You're the COO. And now you realize that this client is not yours. You're actually taking care of one of the Lord's people. There's a different concept when you start walking and when you start reaping through the spirit, the client understands that the Lord is, is running things. And so there's a different trust factor that's happening. There's a different accountability instead of you're, you're working, I'm, I'm, trust me that I'm going to be here. You know that they are working for the Lord specifically, and you know that everything is going to be okay. So the client actually foundationally starts to have trust in you. What will the Lord also strengthen? One thing we don't realize is that anytime we're outside of the Lord, all of these areas that I'm about to list right, that I'm listing right now have been stripped away from you. You still have them, but they're not working at their full measure. In order to operate from the Spirit, you have to have these things solid. Every last bit of them. You have to have your faith in the Lord alone. You have to be able to persevere. That's where the tests, the tests and healing come from. If you're able to persevere, and because again, some of the tests that the Lord sends you through are going to be a little rough. You're going to feel some extra pains that you didn't realize were there. But once you get through them, the Lord has healed and has been there, you will start to learn how to persevere instead of just operating in survival. That's not how life was intended to operate in survival. That's that painful toil. But this is not painful toil, is it? Not when you're persevering. Your dependency. Now, I know on earth it becomes a bad thing to say, I'm dependent on somebody. But guess who, who you should be dependent on? The Lord himself. This is, again, reaping and sowing through the spirit when your transactions are becoming clean. You're purifying those transactions. Your, your joy. 
this is something that we take for granted. It's very weird that we have to actually get back into a place of joy. But joy is one of those things that's very important for us to have, our peace and our confidence. We have to start gain, regaining our confidence for what the enemy has stripped away. Proverbs 10, 22 reads, the blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. Let's run that back one more time. Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. That's huge, people. That is huge. If we can't trust in that, how can we trust any other verses that are in the, in the Bible? This is part of business ownership, and that's what I mean. If, we're, if we have not been aligned with this, starting your business over is not such a bad thing because maybe you were supposed to be doing something else in the first place. But this, the blessing of the Lord brings wealth. So you're, you'll, you'll be compensated, people. One thing that people get nervous about with walking with the Lord is, will I get paid? Will I just be broke? I'll love the Lord, but I'll be broke. Come on now. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. Okay, embed that. Proverbs 10, 22. Check it out. Check it out. Sowing and reaping. As we talked about last week, your emptiness, if you're sowing from the emptiness place, you will constantly sow, reap, try to sow some more so you can reap some more. Now, sow to the point where you can't even see straight, where you're working 80, 100 hours a week, so you can constantly sow, or I'm sorry, so you can constantly reap. Now, is this the lifestyle? Is this painful toil? Absolutely. This is what that scripture, Proverbs 10, 22, is talking about. From the spirit will you sow and you'll reap. You'll sow with the same energy and you'll continuously reap. You'll sow and then you'll reap some more. What's the difference in those two? How much harder did you have to work over here doing it your own way from your own understanding? Whereas the Lord took the same energy and multiplied it himself because you're being a blessing to others. That's why that scripture isn't, that's why you'll get wealth because you're being, a, you're operating from a blessing of others. You cannot become idle. It's one thing I want to make sure that you guys understand when it comes to the blessing and when you start sowing from the spirit. It's very easy to say, the Lord's blessing me. I'm, take, I'm taking a couple of weeks off. I'm good. And guess what? You will start to hinder the blessing. If the Lord called you to take a couple of weeks off, sure. But make sure that you do not become idle. This has got to be a consistent pattern. Because the Lord works in the future and also the present. While you're doing little baby steps of sowing, he's helping you helping you with those blessings and continuously going. And he's working on something bigger and bigger for you each time that you go. So you have to be prepared for those moments. Now, I hope that you guys really enjoyed this, um, this conversation regarding the transaction. We'll be able to look it up on YouTube. You'll be able to look it up on Facebook and also LinkedIn and also Twitter just to keep the conversation going. Please share it with your friends and family. Those that are looking to seek, seek the Lord and really trying to find that trust, maybe this will help them. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to come back to you guys next time. But you know what? I actually have to get back to work. So I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good day. Bye-bye.